Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is It For Real? That was a good one. This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And this week, uh, we are reviewing the 1984, if I'm not mistaken, um, classic fish out of water story. <laughs> Katie. <What>? I stole <laughs> I stole from- It's a uh, what? A fish out I, of water story. I stole that from Bridget. Bridget, one, one time, well, fish out of water story, splash. And in a former podcast, actually, I think we were talking about the concept of fish out of water. And Bridget, you were like, what about splash? That's a real fish out of water story. So I want to give you credit on oh, thank that. Thank you. Was yeah. it in this podcast or mm-hmm. was it in the Game of Thrones podcast? No. Oh, I think it was this one. I think we were talking about a different movie and now i can't remember wouldn't a fish out of water story just be someone slowly dying (laughs) well well, speaking of which yeah um so uh this movie so i um i am going to shamefully introduce this movie because this movie was picked because not only am i ashamed that no one um but me is introducing it but i also uh have kind of been cheating on you guys Yeah, with another movie group, which doesn't have a podcast. It's called Movie Club. Um, So Movie Club? (laughs) Named that. That's why Katie's always, when she texts us, is just like, hey, people, (laughs) really love that movie. She never says the name in the pod. Do you guys go golfing together? I know. Well, this this club is uh, based in the Bay Area, and it started out in person last year. Me and me and Annie ICU joined it probably late in it, in its inception, but it's it's continued virtually, and it's it's once a week. And um, seldom do the movies line up at all. It's usually we it's usually old old movies from like the sixties and seventies, or like action movies from the two thousands. But this uh, past week we did. It, yeah, it's always a, a real like roll of the dice, but. This past week we picked Splash, which I think was on the list for Is It, it For Real? Yeah. Yeah. And um, and certainly like uh fits what we've been doing. Um, so I mentioned this a little bit off the pod, but I'm very interested because I watched this kind of uh like a fortnight ago and I didn't take any notes. Uh, but I was watching it like kind of with a critical eye, because you're kind of watching it with a group a little bit. And then um, I rewatched it very much on fast forward and took some notes. So I'm just kind of interested in like how much I will remember um, in my, my commentary this time around, but yeah. And then should I give like a, the quickest of synopses? Yeah. Yeah. Phil, do you want to put like 30 seconds on the clock? Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Um, set it at the 30 on your mark, get set. So we're in Cape Cod and a young Tom Hanks falls into the water and he meets a mermaid and he's saved. And then we fast forward to New York City today. uh, And um, Tom Hanks runs a fruit business with his brother, John Candy, who's kind of a misogynist. And Tom Hanks is like unlucky in love, which kind of seems to be his fault, but he doesn't think that. And then Daryl Hannah, who is the mermaid all grown up, meets him after he goes back to Cape Cod and they have this real fish out of water experience in New York City and they live together under the sea. (laughs) 30 seconds may have been too short. No, I don't Um, think so. I don't think so. No, I I mean, I'm very impressed, but yeah. Thanks. I think I went too heavy on the painting, the... the 
about five seconds in the beginning of the movie. He's a green grocer, more of, you know, in bulk. (laughs) Um. I just focused too much on the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Plus you, plus you used about 20 of your 30 seconds to say, see. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Very good. Should you do your level to start? Yeah. Um. So I'll give my level as um, uh, the butcher's mermaid wife, because um, in watching this film, I I thought I'd seen this movie many times, and then um, I'm actually going to give a shout out to uh, Jenny L. Um, long time. Uh, listener who when I was saying like we were watching Splash she was like I love I love Splash that's the one with Cher right I'm like no that's Mermaids and she's like oh that's the one with Demi Moore right like no that's the Butcher's Wife Um, (laughs) which which is a good movie so both of those movies Mermaids and the Butcher's Wife I've seen a lot and in fact I think I misremembered Splash more as the Butcher's Wife but I actually don't think I've ever seen this movie I know what it's about I knew who was in it Hmm. but um, this was my first time around I really want us to watch Mermaids for this podcast, but there's nowhere to stream it. Oh, really? Well, yeah. we found bummer. out that we can just do an end around. I don't and get even think DVD. you can buy a DVD for it. Not for four ninety nine. Maybe like we could pro- yeah. pay. We could maybe pay Bob Hoskins, Winona Ryder, Christina Ricci, and Cher to just reenact it for us. Some yep. of those people are dead. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Bob Hoskins, right? And I had never heard of The Butcher's Wife until I started looking into things about this movie. Oh, interesting. And and then I learned about that movie. Anyway, very interesting. But but yeah. my level is going to be TV aerobics because I mm. also thought that I had seen this movie multiple times. But as I started watching it, I realized I hadn't. And I there was I didn't recognize most of it. I had no idea that Tom Hanks was a grocer. I didn't I didn't know any of that. Um <laughs> What, like an upscale. He's like, gross. He's, That's how I read it. Sorry. Yeah. He's a grocer. He's, grocer. grocer. he's the grocer. I didn't remember that John Candy was in this movie. Um, so I, but I do remember the scene for some reason of Daryl Hannah doing aerobics mm. in front of all the TVs in the department store. So I don't know if I had just seen that scene or what, but um, yeah, it was kind of like a new, definitely a new experience. I felt like a bit of a fish out of water. <laughs> Water, water. Water. Contractually Uh, obligated to say it every five minutes. Yes. (laughs) Sponsored by Fish Out of Water Aquarium. Freeze Fish Out of Water. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My level is going to be John Candy fishing. Uh, Mm. Just that image of him over the mermaid tank uh, Mm -hmm. fishing. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw this when I was super young. um, And yeah. I think I've saw, saw it probably twice when I was young is my guess, but really remember uh, John Candy in it for better or worse. Cause he was both a grocer and sometimes a grocer in yeah. this movie. And we'll, we'll get into those points, <laughs> but yeah. Squared. yeah. Yeah. So that's my level. Interesting. Uh, guess what? Just thinking just... about the the women that had turned down the opportunity to play the mermaid, like every woman in the world, like I'm every actress. We called. <laughs> like I know. How... Dame Judi Dench was like, <laughs> she should have been. Yeah, Julia Louis Dreyfus was one of them. I saw that. Uh, yeah, I can't. Believe. That's hard to picture. I mean, she would have been great. It's just she she's amazing. a very atypical. Yeah, mermaid. Well, and like I mean, she's wasn't great she... and but gorgeous Daryl and everything. Hannah is a very interesting looking person too. Is she a typical mermaid? 
I think he's like so. model looking. It's he's like, like the model. Looking. I think mermaids were blonde. I mean, that's the whole thing mm. of like Hans Christian Anderson's version was blonde and they sort of changed the hair color for Ariel to be red in oh. The Little Mermaid just to differentiate for this movie. Yeah, that's what I read, which is interesting. Which I'm sure you guys were having flashbacks to Little Mermaid during this movie, right? I'm like, yes, especially <laughs> during that map scene where the entire like where she's finding that map and it was just like part of your world basically oh, was yeah. playing at the exact What's same the time. word? Fork. <laughs> I mean exactly everything. Right. Or snow globe. Oh, yeah, totally. Or like when song. she's under under the sea in that shipwreck with a million flounders. That's what I'm talking like, about. Oh yeah. Oh, under the yeah, yeah. totally. Oh, under the sea. Okay. I thought you meant when she was up on the Statue of Liberty. No, when she's when oh the maps when she when she's looking at the maps in the map shipwreck. Room. Oh, I got <laughs> this it. is the one. She's this like, is the one. She matches his ID to the map. In oh the yes, shipwreck. of course, of course. We're getting ahead of ourselves again. Yeah. I this this movie's going to be foggy for me, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. So yeah, we we start with the flashback um, mm-hmm. where you know they're on this boat, you know, singing the songs. Uh, John Candy is this is where he established himself as a grocer. Yeah, doing the whole coin trick. Little Freddy. Um, yeah, not great. Oh, right. Not great. Looking up skirts. Uh, mm-hmm. He's an upskirter. And then I have a note that the kid that plays young Tang Hanks kind of looks like the kid that plays him in Big. It's not the same kid. Yeah, but it's I'm kind sure of it's like, not. But yeah, huh, what a choice. I could see that. Similar, similar looking kid. I think there's just a lot of kids that look like young Tom yeah, Hanks. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's just true. a skinny little beanpole with yeah. a mop of black so hair. Alan, who's Tom Hanks in this movie, gets mesmerized by the water. He's drawn. He freaks out. What ha- he freaks out and he jumps into the water. He just fell in. No, he jumps in. He jumped. It oh, looked very yeah. intentional. I I think he's like a sixteenth mermaid or something like that. Right, because um, he can kind of breathe a- under the water. It's like magnetic to her. Basically. Yeah, I, I felt that it always was, whether it was like there was something in there or just, yeah, it's hard to figure out the mermaid rules. And oh, yeah. we'll we'll get into that at the end of the movie of just like how they're going to live their life. But like, oh, yeah, I, I think Luck. he's he's just he was just drawn to her and jumped in and sort of swam. Googly eyed each mermaid. other. Yeah, baby mermaid. She was so cute. Yeah, she was. was And has the same necklace as grown-up Daryl Hannah, which I guess was like the continuity thread. Which, yeah, I didn't like compare it to see, because it would have to be, because it was a big necklace on Daryl Hannah. It would have to just be ginormous. And a very expensive necklace. Whatever underwater trinkets are being used for that, you can purchase an entire fountain. fountain, yeah. I know. There's also kind of... I was reading about some of the special effects and I, this film is always talked about like when you read like fun movie facts, it's like how long it took to get her into the fin. Um, But I guess for the little girl that plays her, she wasn't wearing a fin. They did like a simulation with a scuba diver, which seems better. better (laughs) It's now the time to talk about how the underwater of Cape Cod and the New York Harbor Looks like the Caribbean. The Bahamas. Yeah, it's the it's they definitely filmed it's it. It's literally in the, Bahamas. the Bahamas. And I couldn't tell, like, do they know that we're watching? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I'm like it's crazy. Do they know there's no coral reefs and tiny tropical fish under the New York Harbor or under the Cape Cod Harbor? Well, and then uh, I mean, yeah, we could talk about this for like endlessly, but it's hard to understand, like, especially at the end, 
how quickly they've gone, how fast, like, where are we seeing them? Like, are they just out in the Hudson or? Yes. <laughs> but then with Cape Cod, it's like, where is that shipwreck? Like, does she seriously live off of Cape Cod or is she just like quick as lightning? No, because going when he, down well, the Bahamas. We can get there. But when he pulls her, when she pulls him out of the water, she pulls him up onto the white sandy beaches. Oh, oh, I know. I know. The Bahamas, which is in Cape Cod. Right. It's exactly. crazy. It's I don't someone know, why did they even not even try? Well, because I was thinking, oh, why didn't they just set it in Miami? And then you have the scene where she walks up naked, and it wouldn't have been that yeah. big a deal. The keys, because you know, um, as it is in New York, I think something like that. It's just more of a fish out of water, if you will, that she's in New York. Well, um, right, but they they didn't. Why did they make the water anyway? The water is it's not just, right. All those scenes would have been bad and boring and murky and i mean (laughs) especially in the 80s i think like the hudson river whatever was just dead body and uh gross i was i mean i i think it was me mixing it up with the butcher's wife but i was convinced that this movie took place in cape cod in like this small town and that was the whole thing like literally that's the plot of the butcher's wife but but i was kind of disappointed that it was yet another like new york city i was i had no idea and i was like new york city Oh, in the 80s, you know, like we were like going back there. Um, but I think you're right. We're like, it had to be totally contrasted. Um, you want hardcore New Yorkers yelling at people and being wacky. Yeah. There's um, so much yelling in this movie, by mm, the way. Oh, man. Way more yelling than I ever imagined was in this movie. Tom Which, Hanks I mean, yells a lot in this movie. I, I love a good I hate Hank. it. I love it. A good Hanks outburst is just great. Um He'd be a real like scream prover, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're we're at modern day and mm-hmm. I, he's very cute. Very cute young Tom Hanks. Yeah. I'm gonna I wanna give him that. And Talking produce. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say Katie mentioned it earlier, but I love the whole thing of like New York this morning. Yeah. It's like the the went up on screen and just I don't know. That's cute. It was kind of cute. cute too. And I want to say too, I know we've talked a lot about them being grocers um, for people. <laughs> My note is, I think this company looks fun to run. <laughs> it's like, I'd work there. Looks kind of fun. Like one, I love fruit. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they're having a good time. I guess it's yeah, the so dad's too. company, right? Yeah, it seems like, sound like They've got this like kind of cozy office there they can yeah. hang out in and just- I'm down. John Candy kind of works there, but doesn't really, right. but they're super well. Like he's kind of a goof off, yeah. yeah. I mean, Tom Hanks's apartment is pretty fancy for New York. Like yeah. a single 20 something New York guy to have their, their own like fish bowl wall. True. Apartment. Yeah, I guess they just looked like they supplied a lot of restaurants and stuff like that. So they were, they were doing well. Yeah. yeah. So- Freddie shows up. It's John Candy. He's, you know, we learn still that he's a gambler and he gives things away, but everybody kind of loves him. He's schmoozy. He's just kind of the foe, like the fun foil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, John Candy is always so fun, but I loved him in this. Like, just he was great as this sort of jerk. Um, but also lovable jerk is basically what he is. He played it great. Yes, he is. He, he also just wrote a story called, a lesbian no more that he oh, yeah. submitted to hustler playboy i'm like that's i right. caught that i was listening got it in yeah to that one um but I you're right that's a great I mean, story yeah. <laughs> yeah but i i would it would be hard to find anybody but john candy to play like 
how this character is written on paper is insufferable. Yeah. And just get out of my face. But it's John Candy. Yeah. And you're like, great. So, yeah. I just love all of the clothing they put him in. And he, because he's so big and like gregarious. And he's in this crazy velour suit in this scene, but with like a winter scarf. And he's pulling them all off. Like, it's like, I couldn't wear that, but he, no, I know. Looks amazing in it. It's great. Costumes plus. Costumes plus, except for for poor mermaid because she had some not good costumes. Although that tail was pretty cool and weighed thirty five. Thirty five pounds. pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Huzzah! Yeah. <laughs> and was based. I'm sure you read this off of like a koi fish. Yeah. Um. And they were saying like at first, I guess no one liked the idea, but then it was brilliant because you could see it so well underwater. Because otherwise, right. if it was blue, it just would have like blended. They're with going it. for a real whale tail at the beginning, and that just wasn't gonna. Especially <laughs> in that blue tropical water that yeah. they were in. Oh no! Yeah. Oh my goodness! How nice for them to go there though to film those scenes. Maybe that's why. Like so- when people like do movies in Hawaii, like. Oh, Did Daryl Hannah spend that much time underwater with her eyes open, or is it just yeah. a lot of fancy editing? I thought about that. Like, how much time did Daryl Hannah spend underwater? It must Especially be in terrible. that tank. A t- oh, it sounds goodness. like a ton because she was like, I was reading about it. She would agree. She just decided to keep the tail on rather than having and or stay in the water because they would basically just hoist her out and lay her down, and she couldn't do anything. Oh, so she would just stay yeah. in the water, and they would like feed her french fries or yeah, toss them to her like a dolphin show that's yeah. what i was reading important question yeah how did she go to the bathroom um, in the water, i'm sure right it's in the tail no Don't she also think? she said she wasn't eating much or drinking much because she couldn't go to the bathroom and so she was always the bottom like, of the tail would just fill with her urine yeah so i, I think what she was doing is not eating or drinking much and so oh that's, she that's she was right always, she was always hungry and cold God. that's right because she couldn't get about there you're right mm-hmm. Oof. and yeah. was it worth it i don't know we can well know. another fun fact i mean like apparently she had this whole mermaid like fixation fascination it felt like i don't know if she lobbied for this role or if it was just really serendipitous but like her whole like fantasy as a kid was to be a mermaid so it sounded like she really like treasured the experience in a way but it is always famously like can you imagine what it was i'm gonna like say to something this? kind of controversial which Let's is say it. can't wait <laughs> i hope it's really controversial like, mermaid girls are like the new horse girl the new horse girl <laughs> or the Maybe old horse yeah like oh, was that a thing i mean horse yeah. girls Oh, I know that was a thing, but okay. mermaid girls. Yeah, I think there's this thing, and there's it's it's kids, but it's also kind of like grown women that mm. wish they were mermaids or talk about being mermaids. I mean, especially living near the beach, there's a lot of like my other car's a mermaid tail. I don't know, like stuff like that, like little placards you put in your house that are like, <laughs> I have that- fins under my bikini. That is my bummer for this podcast <laughs> that somebody in your neighborhood has a bumper sticker that says my other car is a mermaid's tail. Think no, about it that. Does, I, just, I just made that up. But no, I mean, that's there's literally like, what she like, saw. Tchotchkes it, it and like things yeah. that you can buy that like, it's like hashtag mermaid life, you know. Ooh. Oh, it would be their mermaid. It's their own tail. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When, I, when she first said it, I was picturing that just this yeah. woman was riding a severed mermaid. Yeah, tail. Yeah, that's you how guys she's are like gross. a like a fillet of mermaid <laughs> a that you're just riding. Cruella de Vil of the sea. 
<laughs> oh my God. You're I get gross. it now. I okay. get it. So at work, Tom Hanks, AKA Alan, his girlfriend, Victoria keeps calling because she's moving yeah. out of the apartment, which is, it seems to be a trope of the yeah. 80s. Oh yeah. <laughs> like modern problems. Yeah, yeah totally. Not without you. And then there's this, they're going to get ready to go to this wedding for and I don't know there's a few scenes in this movie where I'm like why did they have to have this scene this very specific scene at a wedding it seemed yeah. very expensive it had a lot of extras right I have to dress up why why do they even really need this scene what does it do for the to plot drive I, home the point that Tom Hanks is sort of trying wants love but can't seem to find it yeah Right, but like it could, I guess, I guess it is this just a very Ron Howard thing? It could have just been done a lot more simply. I mean, he wouldn't have been able to put all of his family members in to the scene right. as he did here. Well, uh, as in historic um, significance of this podcast, Annie screamed as Ron Howard's brother came home. Oh, screen. yeah. Was she really happy about it? <laughs> well, she was like, wait, is that him? Or is that, which one is that? I'm like, that's him. <laughs> the guy I mean, going I, into the wedding. I completely missed it. Yeah. yeah. He was like an usher. So he was, he just he, ran across. He was one of the guests who came into the yeah. wedding. Yeah. And I did his love, wife oh, was go. one of the women outside of the wedding. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did love the gag of everyone asking where what's her face was. Yeah. And then him finally blowing up, you know. That was a that, nice escalation. That was one of the first and times sort of he She's yeah. not here. <laughs> <laughs> I said no. <laughs> yeah, totally. I said good day. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's, they're greeting people. He's yelling. I wrote, he just, T. Hanks yells a lot. Also, fun fact, there is a, um, a billboard. It's like a, a storefront, I guess. And it's for a handyman. And it's like, the, the thing says like, thanks, handyman. But the handyman's name is T. Hanks. Hmm. It's here. <laughs> it's here in San Diego. And I'm always like, Tom Hanks, the handyman. And I'm always thinking like, that's so cool. Like, his name's Tom Hanks and he's a handyman. Anyway. I know like T. Hanks giving is a thing. Like when oh, you watch is? like Tom Hanks movies for Thanksgiving. I've never oh, heard that. I've never heard of that. I'm, we should I'm do it next year. That. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. So they're at, um, Alan is now wasty pants at a bar. Just so charming too. It's like this, like, I don't know if you felt like this felt what you were saying, you really enjoyed his performance, but he's like, any other guy, I'd be like so grossed out that he was doing this with all of these women. But I'm like, I want to know what he, what is he saying to them? Right, yeah. <laughs> what stories is he telling? It yeah. just seems like so charming. And I also wrote down the, uh, the line of just a sober person would have reached for the pretzel. Whereas T. Hanks just put his face, climbed on the bar and put his face into the pretzel bowl and did not think he was drunk. Uh, Right. But no, their banter, like back and forth, is just very believable that they were brothers. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. So Tom Hanks says he's going to go out to Cape Cod, which that night, right? You can get to in a car from New York City. I mean, it's probably only like three hour, three and a half hours, although yeah. it depends on three how and long. Half, four hours is what it said and okay. about uh, like $350 in 80s money. So about $700 today. Oh, in a taxi, you mean? In a taxi, yeah. Hey, good job on that. Wow. But see, I don't understand any of this next part because suddenly he's just <laughs> walking down the beach and I had to rewind it a few times. I was like, did he... Do we see him get dropped off? Did he? He's just, we did he's not. just wet. Like, how yeah, long has I he didn't been understand there? Why he what was is he wet. doing? Yeah, That's he's a good so point. wet. It could have just been like mist and dew. True. But he was like 
drenched. They needed like like 20 seconds to show that yeah. process of him getting dropped off, like a splash coming up off or a seawall right. drenching oh. him and then wandering off. But he was he was dropped off on the wrong beach and needed to get a boat out to the other island. And this is where he runs into the scientist, Eugene Levy. Yeah. Um, and this is this is the first uh, part where Eugene Levy mentions Dr. You. Ross from Chicago, which is George Clooney's character from ER. <laughs> um, oh. Doug Ross, who's in um, it's not Chicago General, but it's whatever. Yeah. Like it's it's in Chicago. So I was like, could it be George Clooney? And it's not. But that was fun. Okay, here's another thing that I think this movie doesn't need this whole plot <laughs> oh interesting although i mean does, i know it right. all leads up to the point where he squirts her with the hose spoiler alert yeah but i just feel like this there's so much happening and they just try to like dive into this whole thing and like there's 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 just eugene levy has this like whole backstory about who he is and what he wants and it doesn't get fully flushed out there is oh. a little bit of like a two-tiered villain stuff where like eugene levy is for a minute for half of the movie and then all of a sudden it's like kind of the u.s um the epa yeah. essentially right like e- <laughs> et <laughs> right right it's just a, and ghostbusters it's, it's a lot yeah and it's a lot uh, to process that already that there's a mermaid just hanging out although I, whatever side detoured it is it's worth it for just like the banter between the the moron twins <laughs> and uh eugene levy yeah totally eugene levy um yeah it's it's great and then of course they think he's a spy they think right. alan is a spy yes and they won't take him out on the boat so he has to go down to the the boat guy um who Fat that, jack oh my gosh yeah. it tries to push him across in a bathtub that like visual <laughs> it is cool is, it's amazing a, it's a delightful visual he's so small he looks like the boat is so small and he's like he's so small I'm like how's even he even smaller. fitting in there i don't even he's understand. sitting he's sitting on the the floor and then the <laughs> fat jack or whatever his name is is sitting like on the actual seat <laughs> but it's such a small boat uh well then the gag at the end is that he has to go back to get the small boat right He's like, I'll be back. I got to get my small boat to do this. Uh, And then, I mean, there's another movie that they were going to make that was much zanier and more in the line of this. And of course, from the notes is that he couldn't, uh, what's his gate? His name, Glazer, couldn't get it made. And so he made it more into a romance movie. Brian Glazer? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, Okay. But yeah, so obviously Hanksy tries to fix the boat falls over gets knocked in the head and then now he did fix the boat right she, yes he did fix the boat he just didn't the stay boat was stay working the boat. and it almost and then it hit him in the head and when he when it hit him in the head he fell underneath the water to the caribbean yes that was it was a <laughs> big clunk on the head that's um, the real elephant in the room in this movie is they don't explain how it's like a like uh, ocean equivalent of a black hole right to the Caribbean Sea. <laughs> I mean, literally, because he, you know, he even asks her like later, like, "Do you live in in Cape Cod?" Cape Cod, like, yeah. No, <laughs> it's like, then how did you get there? No, I live in Nassau. We were there. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she also later she's like, "This is what frozen water looks like." I'm like, if you live in Cape Cod, you know what frozen water <laughs> right. looks I, like. I yeah, I have a lot of questions of like what she's doing, like. <laughs> I just have questions of like, is Tom Hanks the only person that she's ever felt this way about? Is like, 
why she like i mean like there's so many questions but like how I much so. time yeah. has she spent on land other than right. with him like did she know english before and just bury the lead anyway it's a lot of questions i know there's a lot of unknowns but we see him getting saved by somebody with a lot of hair which we assume is the mermaid <laughs> they don't show her yet and then, then they get up on the beach the caribbean right. beach and then she, at this point, she changes to have legs. She's in. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like later it talks about she has six days, but I guess she always has the ability to go into leg form and transform back into mermaid form. I don't know. Those that rules are so strange. So too. arbitrary. It's it like seems... they cut Ursula out of the movie. Right. <laughs> like, who told you six days? Yeah, she's Why? like, I have a moon. six days till the moon <laughs> jumps over the cow. And you're like, oh, was it then what? Was it something to do with the moon? Yeah. Yes, she is. did right. say it. But, but she keeps... But then, like, what happens? She gets a fin again, and she can't grow legs again? I don't know. It's it's mermaid rumspringa, and we're not meant to understand <laughs> it. Um, it's so funny. Yes, it is. So when we see her on the Caribbean beach, and she's naked, um, but she has the necklace on, and she just, like, runs and shoves her tongue down Tom Hanks's throat. When she runs away into the, into the ocean... She has just like the longest hair ever oh, that covers her butt. That's so here's an edit. my here's my question. Where did you guys watch it? Okay. Well, so I was gonna talk about that because it looked like an extra chunk of hair was added to her hair. It was. So so I watched it on Disney Disney Plus, but the other folks on Movie Club watched it on different so we we all had different experiences because i think um it was just like not as it was like higher and showed a little bit of her butt crack right phil did you watch it on disney plus i did not i started to and then i saw this we've edited this movie for content and i said hell no um i I think that's the edit yeah i i think that was the only edit you paid 4.99 for her butt crack yeah, I apparently did. It's, I, I can't stand movies, especially like on airlines where they've like edited out part of the movie. It's, I can't stand. I paid $4.99 for a very tiny espresso today. I would have much rather paid it for to see all of Daryl this butt crack. <laughs> I'm not even like, she doesn't yeah. really do okay. it, but why not? So that answers my question because I thought it looked like there was extra hair at the bottom of her hair, poorly done, because yeah. later her hair is shorter. And I'm like, did she get a haircut? Where'd she get a haircut? Yeah, family the, friendly. When she walks up to the Statue of Liberty, wait, that, yeah, Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. She also have the long hair extensions mm. in the Disney one. Um, I'm asking you guys. No, I don't think so. But she's not, that was a know. view of her butt crack too, or that maybe they just cut that scene out completely. I can't remember now. I do think I saw her butt then, and I for, I was I just forgot I was watching it on Disney Plus. Yeah. And you can see a lot of corner. her side boob, though. Maybe, maybe yeah. Disney felt like that is played for comedy, whereas the beach is played for sex. I don't know. Uh, that is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But butt it's... cracks for sex versus butt cracks for comedy. <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a fun. Bumper hey, everybody! Sticker. We're butt cracks for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> All we need is a suggestion <laughs> of your favorite type of butt crack. After our set, stay around for a butt cracks for sex. For sex. <laughs> It's in our blue hour. <laughs> so, uh, right. I just keep writing, you know, he fell in the water in Cape Cod, but this is clearly the Caribbean. Um, okay, then we have the the whole, like, uh, part of your world scene where she she yeah. finds his wallet under the water 
and matches his ID to the map of New York. So I've got a question here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm just going to, because we're talking about it right now. I'm going to throw it out. Question from Nora L. Got it, um, yeah. So Daryl Hannah desperately wants to track her him down, but she was there. She was right. right next to him. Why did she like run to the water and swim away to then go through the process of tracking him down in New York City, where it's like you are right there? Um, do you? Uh, um, no one knows is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> but but do you think that the filmmaker's explanation might be something about like the cut Ursula or Moon scenes, where we're like, what is the magic that she needs to 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 sustain this for six days? Like, does she need to prepare for that? Well, or that's make what a I'm wish. Wondering. Maybe she was like at the end of one of her moon cycles. <laughs> well, how long? How much time? How much? This whole this whole movie is a metaphor for menstruation. Yeah. is basically what it is. But how how much time passes between her matching the wallet or like him falling off the boat to him her meeting him in New York City? How long does it take one to swim from the Caribbean <laughs> to Cape Cod, back to the Caribbean, back to the Hudson River? Is this uh, <laughs> bears from Game of Thrones rules? Because yeah, then it's like there you go. Thirty seconds. I know. Or yeah. we could call that also, as it relates to the pod, the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves rules, where mm-hmm. you can travel on a boat also very quickly. Although fun tie into bears. I mean, wasn't the rumor that he was a merman? Yeah, it was. That's great. Was. Oh. Yep. Yeah. That's what you get from this pod, you know, <laughs> some deep cuts to Game of Thrones. With every uh, 80 movies ever made. Yeah. All right. So, the, you know, she's um, at the Statue of Liberty, as we said. And wait, um, and this is sorry. Oh. So this is, is this after Eugene um, Levy has seen her though, right? Doesn't he see her under right. the water and tries to take a picture of her? And the way to get a mermaid to come to you is to scream, wait mermaid wait no i gotta take a picture like through your scuba mask yeah i, I think yes. he so he at this point has seen her and then she goes to the statue of liberty which right. all the oh, right. tabloids I he had seen her, yeah. it ends up being yeah like that's right. where that's where they get that tabloid later. later in that forced tabloid scene where the doofus is reading a tabloid and he's like wait where did you get that newspaper this isn't real news yeah i love it that's so kind he, of a Men in Black. Like, Men in Black kind of stole that joke. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. It all goes back to Splash. It does. Groundbreaking. So she's naked at the Statue of Liberty, and all and people see her, and the tour guide screams, Bocce balls! <laughs> That's what it was. I had it written down, but I couldn't understand my notes. Um, oh, my God. It's really funny. Yeah, that's right. And then people are just like attacking her for yeah. one of one of the first of many times that humans are just gross. <laughs> just, New Yorkers. But those are tourists. I know. I right. mean, yeah, exactly. Now, yeah, running up and like throwing your their arm around her and like getting a picture. It's gross. it's bad. Bad, bad, bad. Fun fact, they the cops tell, you know, say this isn't cat this ain't California, right? So you can't walk around topless. Well, you can't walk around topless in California as a woman, unless you're on a designated nude area or you can in San Francisco, like the city of San Francisco. Oh, really? Well, you can also in the city of New York. That's right. But that law was not passed until 1992. Oh, interesting. And I know that because one time I saw a woman in New York city directing traffic on her own uh, volition with her top off. 
And <laughs> I was in a tour bus full of high school students uh, that I was teaching at the time. And that was exciting for they were them learning. to see that. And uh, <laughs> then I got to learn that that was not, in fact, illegal. Now, directing traffic when you shouldn't was yeah, the problem. Yeah, that's the crime. Sure, sure, sure. I, this is a different podcast, but I have become, <laughs> in my older age, increasingly sure. intolerant of having to wear a shirt. I'm not trying, listen, I'm not trying to direct traffic, but what I am trying to do is change my shirt in a pool parking lot after <laughs> surfing other places where men can just do it. And then yeah. I have to have all of this extra equipment. Um, and where actually this really became an issue is a couple of years ago when I had bicep tendonitis really bad. And anytime I know not everybody's trying to change their shirts and sports bras and stuff in public, but like, I would like go on a run and like meet Annie. And then we want to like get something for lunch and I'd have to change. And it was, it was so hard to do with um, taking a sports bra off anyway is really hard. Yeah. But but it would injury and yeah. And totally. with, like trying to cover yourself and like, but I, I, I feel, I don't know. I I could go, I could go okay. on and on and on. I think so it should be legal. Yeah, I do too. Because it do feels we think very much in yeah. our lifetime that the, the overt sexual sexuality of that though, would allow for that to be legal. I think on the coasts, I don't think yeah, it's going to change for, I mean, granted, yeah. I don't know what the actual law in Baltimore is, right? Like, I know in San Francisco, it's not illegal to be topless. But it's like, why should it be? Like, it is so messed right. up. Like, yeah. Um, and the whole implication is like, what is it that is it like you're going to tempt a man? I mean, it is nuts when you go down that rabbit hole. And yeah, that's um, what I mean. Like, is what is the implication? Why is it like that? What, you know? And I want to be clear, too. Like, it's way more comfortable for me to wear a bra. So, like. Right. I'm wearing a bra around my house. It's just like, I want the privilege of, I want the same rights as a guy has to change after like being in. I don't know about you. I want to go jogging without a bra. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. Like I don't. Without a top on. <laughs> I just want a couple black eyes is what I want. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> right. Uh, and bruised boobs. Phil has either um, frozen or he's really tired of this conversation. You know what? I feel obligated to say that Phil is a uh, very dedicated feminist that is absolutely not tired of this. I know it. He's back. Yeah. Well, stop talking about him now. <laughs> um, Phil, I, I clarify for everybody that you are a very, um, I, I mean this, a very, one of our friends once said to you, said about you that you are a perfect combination of a, of chivalry and feminism. And I think that's true. And so you were not, nothing disparaging was said about you as me and Bridget continued to talk about, um, (laughs) jogging without sports bras. No, any bras or any shirts. Yeah. Um, I think that is a true, I think that is a true assessment of Philip since I've known him. I've appreciated your southern gentlemanness and with with your modern with a modern twist it's just truly the best of both worlds um but again this could be a whole other podcast right, right, right. Oh, now my, i was i was completely agreeing with you <laughs> but my mute i had like eight different mutes on um you know what it's time for men to shut up and listen yeah anyway. this is true i'm gonna put myself back on mute because i'm a chivalrous uh, feminist which yeah you I agree. are hey everybody we're the chivalrous feminists we're gonna- <laughs> Well, Phil over I- here isn't going to talk for this scene. <laughs>
You're what welcome. A terrible, what a terrible troop. Um, that would, anyway. Um, I think where we are in this movie is at the Statue of Liberty. And I, I feel like, I wonder if this was one of the beginning scenes because I feel like Daryl Hannah was trying to like negotiate, like what is it like to be in this world and not be able to communicate and not understand? It was really unclear of like how much, you know what I mean? She's like pointing to a map. It was like, maybe she's never talked to yeah. anybody before. It was, yeah. it was interesting. It's almost so, like she was acting kind of like mute. I think I missed this part, but how does Alan get to the police station with her? They call him because I right. think she's, he's the only number, I guess oh, his like right. phone number would be in his wallet or okay. license okay. or something. But yeah. In this soggy wallet. So she just right. kisses him again. And again, to go back to Katie's question, I kind of had a question about that too. Like, has she just been kissing a lot of people? Is she kissing other legged oh men? Is it mer- <laughs> mermen? Is it fish? Like- because what makes her want to kiss him? She's just drawn to him. That's, or they're supposed to be cosmically connected for their whole that's life. That's my theory, is that they were just cosmically connected somehow. Some other mermaid rule that we're not, you know, mm. aware of. I mean, if we want to zoom out and kind yeah. of like lean into the whole um, menstruation analogy yeah she she might mm-hmm. just be needing to have a baby mermaid real quick like that's what <laughs> you could a read of this movie might be that she needs to but how? i mean but I, I i think the argument against that is that she remembers specifically Him. tom hanks when she was a lee mermaid i mean obviously this is a fantasy movie so but it <laughs> I, it just is funny to me when a movie like this is so many un known things about the fantasy side of it but it's so grounded in the reality side of it and they're like this is reality and here's how reality is but i'm like well dig deeper into the other side of it like let me know more about the mermaid rules Mm -hmm. we're just supposed to be like okay i believe all of it there's a lot going on there is a tv sequel i think Yes. Uh, really? With all it's going different into our actors, TV sequel podcast. Except for like one. Oh, except for the secretary. She's the only. Uh, She's only per- oh my <laughs> God. We haven't talked about her yet, but I did make notes about her. I kind of just feel bad for her. Yeah. She's she was. Poorly. She was in the running for my bummer, but I'll talk about it in that. Me um, too. Yeah, this is the second time that John Candy has been like somehow involved in um, a lightning strike. Yeah. Because yeah. like the guy from Great Outdoors. Yep. And then uh-huh. at first when that secretary comes on the scene, I'm like, oh my God, is this a dementia thing? Like I kind of hate I this. Know. And then it's a lightning strike and it's like, this is a different kind of emergency. Right. Like, but, could they help her? Yeah. So um Alan is like, you know what? You're not, you don't have pants. Um, I'm gonna take you home to my fancy apartment because I love you. And um, you know, they make out in the elevator and she's still well, more than make out. Oh, right. is, is implied. Oh, they, they do it in the elevator. Yeah. They do it in it's the implied. elevator. They do it on top of the refrigerator. There was <laughs> one that didn't you... make sense. Uh, I think on top of the refrigerator. I thought there was even one more that like, was oh, even one more ex- level. Yeah. 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 They, they definitely. They right. And off. so here's my question about somebody who's maybe not a chivalrous feminist, which is. Do you just have sex that many times with the woman who's never spoken to you out loud oh, and you're just okay with that? Like, yeah. well, I mean, we'll get into it as this goes on because he's like somewhat trying to piece together where she's from. Like at first it's like, is it communist Russia? Which seems to be like what he's building to. And it's like where they don't allow this. They don't have sarcasm. They don't have ice. Like 
where is it an immigration thing? I think if you were Tom Hanks in this movie and Daryl Hannon just walked in your life, I think you would think that she escaped from a cult, right? Like, like so the or, first thing you do is have sex five times. No, no, of course not. Of course not. But I'm just saying, like, it to to add to what you're saying is like, yeah, yikes! Like this woman, something's off. Like really I, off. Yeah, I think what the movie makers were going for, and they probably mm-hmm. didn't stick the landing on it, was that he subconsciously felt the connection as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. And sure. But yeah, I, I get it. In a completely rational world, if just this random woman that you picked up at a police station who can't <laughs> communicate at all, like right. just throws herself at you. Well, I, um, I do have a note. Like I remember reading um, something about uh, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt where Tina Fey was saying like they really wanted a fish out of water story. But it's like nowadays everything is so global that like no one coming to New York City is going to be totally out there unless... <laughs> You were kept in a bunker. Right. So that was kind of their workaround. And it feels like that's what this is. <laughs> like, right. Which is interesting. So you you'd leave the woman at your apartment and then you go to work. Go to work. work. You yeah. sing zippity doodah, which is is that why this movie plays on Disney Plus? <laughs> yeah. They no, want to somehow like connect it. Yeah, I know. It it literally was. This was like the first movie that uh Disney's new like production company for oh, right. sort of old older audience. Oh. Um was so they were connected it through this song. But yeah, this was the first movie that they rolled out for older audiences. I didn't even know that. Yep. It was Touchstone, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is, Which, I didn't, that's so interesting. Yeah. Which on another level, so um, my folks, I'll say John S. and Gail S. are in sure. town. Yeah. Um, and to calm my little baby daughter, uh, they will sing Zippity Doodah. <laughs> and. <laughs> When we were watching this, they went out to like the nanny cave and were also watching Splash at the same time. Oh, that's so I mean, great. They knew we were watching it, so they that's just decided cute. to watch it as well. Now, did and, they watch uh, the edited version or the purchased version? My guess is the edited version. I'll, I'll have to ask yeah. them over coffee in the morning how much <laughs> butt crack they saw. Oh my gosh. So good. That's awesome. I, I that's. But yeah, That's so Zippity Doodah, we, we both were texting back and forth of like, oh my God, they're singing Zippity Doodah. Uh, no. You're going to say that your daughter like perked up at the movie when she heard Zippity Doodah coming from Tom Hanks's mouth. Maybe. She, she better like, been asleep. <laughs> but she was like, that song soothes me. And he's what? like, that's oh, my yeah. sex song. I know. Oh my God. That's so interesting. <laughs> and it's also from Song of the South, which has right. its own I mean, issues. Right. So. right. It's not the most amazing Disney uh, song to use to tie everything together in this new mm-hmm. brave world they're no. I don't. Yeah. So then I think I blinked again and I didn't understand how she ended up at Bloomingdale's. Did she ask mm. to go there? Or yeah, what happened? she did. She how? saw an ad for like bags or something on the tv and it was like cartier bloomingdale something something bloomingdale's and so she goes out down to the uh doorman and says and she's like or he's like where do you want to go and she's like bloomingdale's and he calls a cab and then she goes there that's it yeah okay so she gets to have like a pretty woman montage although there's a few pretty moment pretty woman little moments here like when she's coming into the apartment building it kind of feels a little bit like that when um 
Oh, the deer brings. Right. Yeah. When he brings Julia Roberts in for the first time. And then, of course, the like the shopping montage with that just like terrible (laughs) woman. Oh, gosh. Yes. Who says she's the worst. Can you imagine? I mean, like, I feel like this is what I feel like is going to happen to me anytime I walk into any like retail (laughs) establishment. But like, can you imagine making a beeline for someone and talking about how terrible their outfit is? And then let me help you. No, I can't. She says your outfit is to die from. From I know <laughs> what a roller coaster ride of a comment. <laughs> um, and she said, My daughter is lucky, she's anorexic. Yeah, I, yeah. Knew. I thought we were singers. right back in Look Who's Talking. Like, I, I was gonna save that for my bummer, but I'll, I'll change it. It's actually uh, National Eating Disorder Week this, oh, yeah. um, this oh. week, and so I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, that sort of joke isn't cool, you know? Yeah, um. I know it's the early, I feel like it's the time because it's not too far from look who's talking. If you guys remember, they had a lot of like bulimic jokes and all this like ridiculousness. And I, which, I, yeah. I think, which it's I, the, oh, in, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Or I was going to say, I think it's the time where like those words were becoming part of the like um, American lexicon and everybody mm-hmm. just thought it was like eat something or do you know what I mean? Right. Like there was just eat like so little understanding. Like, and oh, it is gross. And while we were watched, while I was watching this, I was like, ah, well, they're painting this woman to not be great. And right. so it's sort of more sure. okay for her to make this joke. And I was corrected on my couch of being mm-hmm. like, no, you know, people literally die from this disease. So maybe mm-hmm. we don't like make jokes that maybe it's okay. So nope, not cool. Yeah. It was made as a real like, like the sure. edit was very much like that joke lands. Like definitely <laughs> not for real today, for sure. Mm-hmm. Or then, but people just didn't. And definitely not this didn't week. Didn't get it. So there you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is the scene I was talking about at my level where she's doing like aerobics in front of all the TVs there. And this is where I noticed her hair was dramatically shorter, but now that I know it was edited. Yeah. And um, she she knows things out loud. She can speak English. And yeah, it's... All it's from very watching like, TV. Yeah. Short circuit or um, so many movies use this trope yeah. of just sit them down in front of the TV and they learn. Uh, I think Lilu from the fifth element uh, mm. did this as well. I think like, I just realized that I thought that weird science was short circuit the entire time. <laughs> and I've never seen either. Of That's them. an amazing reveal. Um, I'll also say uh, a fun shout out to Mila Kunis, longtime listener. Never call her. Um, I assume. I can only assume. I feel like I've read for for her saying that she learned um, to speak English by work, r- watching The Price is Right, which is an exaggeration. Yeah. I know there's like that guy that went on Jeopardy that like profusely thanked Alex Trebek because he learned to speak English in India watching him. Um, so I feel like it's like based on something as far as like sure. it is content. But sure. you're right where like there are so many movies that just like you sit them down in front of something and then Three they're done later. they're fine three right. hours later because like well, i have a magical this, like, right too well like she's like a god yeah, yeah, yeah. right like right. yeah this is incredible i do like the gag of like she didn't even speak english like hello alan how was your day <laughs> like <laughs> right. that was very funny she yeah she even said like like yeah how was your day today or how did you get along today <laughs> almost but, to mess with them because yeah. wouldn't she have absorbed some of this during their like however yeah, many hours banter. they were or they, were they just banging what if so they were much? just banging and it was so <laughs> quiet oh my god and like they um, weren't he wasn't talking and she wasn't talking and it she was just, only knows the lyrics to song contact. of the south and yeah. like she can't piece them together to make yeah. a sentence right. um 
And next comes like a, a runner for my a runner for my Hummer, where he's like, he I don't even know your name. And he's she's like, it's hard to pronounce in English. And like, yeah. give it a try. And then she just <laughs> dolphin screams, and all of the TVs break, which is phenomenal. It's delightful. I like that moment. Oh, who's who's the very small Russian indie singer? Um, oh, Mark. Regina Spector. Yeah, there's that one song where she goes into a dolphin uh, voice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, and I can't think of what it is, but just you don't I, know what you mean. Um, but I, you know, Regina Spector would have been an interesting cast for this part, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have kind of like a little montage then of her going out on the street in New York City and kind of seeing the fish out of water experience where she gets enamored by a don't walk sign and she she walks up to like guys listening to music and she's like i like music what's that and they death stare her and she causes a car accident um you know all that good stuff where you're just like she doesn't know what she's doing yeah but then she she does this is where she tells him like i have to leave in six days because of the moon but i still don't understand what any of it means um, and then she goes home and she knows how to draw a bath and to put salt in it. And I don't understand that. How she knows Why that. the salt? Well, salt. Because of the ocean. Salt water. water. She's not I, a freshwater mermaid. For me, Come I was on. like, she's going to like melt like a slug. Like get the salt out of her hands. <laughs> she's not and a like, slug. I get it. I got it now. I got it. I don't know why. But I how does she even know adjustment. what salt is? And how right. does she know that it comes in that container? Learned it on TV. It her fin out of um the water really freaks me out. It freaks That's me it. out. I don't know what it is. It's when it's um you know it's when she's when it's flapping on the floor. Yeah. I it, it freaks me out. She looks so helpless. I mean, it looks literally like a fish out of water story. Oh, I thought she just meant like when she was like laying in the tub and her fin was no, like that's resting fine. On the tub. When she's when she has control over. Oh, okay, it, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's a, it's it's very disturbing. Yeah, she's I know what you mean. So instantly helpless that it's yeah. just oh, you just. Are, it's like yeah. kind of how I feel when I get out of a pool. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> In a pool and you feel so weightless and wonderful oh, and you get out and you just feel like really super heavy, heavy. Uh, or like you know gravity. a freaking like hippopotamus or like a oh uh, like a sea lion or a seal like yeah they're so graceful underwater and then you get i i watch the seals the sea lions here for like hours me they're too amazing. they're uh, so amazing but they're like they're just like cutting through the water and then they come to the sand and it's like no get three steps <laughs> then they're done and you're all right they'll like shimmy up the beach and then just like can't and sleep and you're like why is that made like that yeah it is interesting why they spend any of their time out of the water really right it and is. they get so mad at each other it's my favorite part when like one's trying to pass another one and one is asleep and they just like they get so mad at each other so quick and i'm like yeah, because that one had to get to that spot. And it's like, Oh, I know. It takes forever. Forever. Oh, it takes so long. Oh my gosh. It's so much energy. Um, yeah, I have kind of like a memory of being able to like being like young enough that in a bathtub feeling weightless and then that weird you know like when you're first yeah. aware of it and then you get out and you're like what is happening <laughs> to my body you feel like you've like now you're like 10 people when yeah. you were one. It is exactly. it is alarming. Yeah. I mean, it's not as dramatic for me. Well, well, we're at the part where, you know, she's in the bathroom having a fine time, having privacy. Spa day. And then, spa day. 
Tom Hanks. That's what I mean about his yelling. Yeah. I, I think he's a bit of a yeller and it's not good. No, he is, but I mean, he's even, his behavior in this part is crazy too. And I think Phil, yeah. like to, I think the stick the landing part of it, like they try to do it where she is like flustered. She doesn't want him to see her with a fin. She falls out of the tub. He hears a thump and then he's really worried. And he even says like, I hate how he says, it's like Madison, sweetheart or whatever. And like, that's like, ugh, like infantilizing. Yeah. But I mean, it does square with like this Kimmy Schmidt character of like, okay, yeah, who knows what's happening in there? But his turn from she's telling you it's fine, please don't come in, she's in the bathroom to breaking down the door is insane. Which it also reminded me of a scene from Pretty Woman where Richard Gere breaks down the door when he thinks that- uh, Oh yeah, she's with- She's doing drugs and she's just flossing her teeth. Yeah. Uh, and I think um, he he ended up breaks he breaks the door down as well. So it's just oof. like I just give, am, him, just give him space. That's what I was saying. Know? I think Tom Hanks is very cute and he's very Tom Hanksy young. But there's something about the direction of this where they have just him going from like doop a doop to like rage. That as a woman in particular, I do not resonate with. I just don't like because I mean he yells at her so much that like they break yeah. up later. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I just, I, I think it's, I don't think it's Tom Hanks's fault. I think it's the directing and I, I don't. Ron again, Howard. Yeah. Like freaking Ron Howard, like yelling at women. I'm like, <laughs> you don't need to yell at women like that. Of course, in the next scene though, Eugene Levy is also yelling aggressively at people, but I guess that guy had his like chair on his. his yeah. Tank. Oh yeah. On his air hole. Which they also pee down. Um, yeah. That's not very nice to do that to him though. So this is when he recognizes Madison on the cover of the newspaper. Um, and he immediately connects that that was the mermaid he saw underwater. Did we, did we talk about already how she got her name? No, like, I was going to ask you because I didn't have a note about that. And I was, I read about it, but then I didn't see it in the movie. Oh, well, they're walking down the street and she, he's like, like Samantha or Elizabeth, which are two of Tom Hanks relatives. And he just um, yeah. pulls up and then He's like, okay, we're on that. Tom Hanks's relatives or Ron Howard's? No, Tom Hanks's actual like okay. wife and daughter, I think. So he must ex, have yeah, improvised ex-wife and daughter. that. Oh, ex-wife, okay. yes, of course. Like Rita Wilson, right? And so mm-hmm. he's walking down and he's like, okay, we're on Madison. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, names like Samantha or Elizabeth. And she's like, Madison. Because um, she hears him say that's what the street they're on. And then he has something like, glad we weren't on 127th. Because actually what he says is, well, Madison's not, that's not a name. That's not a, that, that's not a girl's name or that's not a name, but okay. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure you guys read that this like really kind of yeah. influenced the real boom that yeah. we all know is the Madison, like, it I feel like in the nineties. Shot up to like name. the number three name for yeah. girls. I taught a lot of Madison's when I was a high school teacher and it's a lot of Jasmine's. Uh, yeah. Well, it's gotta be related, right? They are related. I mean, like, yeah. Totally. So interesting. It was funny to hear. I talked for ten years, and it was like the beginning was all the Madisons, and then the end was all the Jasmines. Mm, Interesting. It's basically like the span between Madison and Jasmine, (laughs) Little Mermaid generations of. You know what I mean? Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin. That's interesting. Splash and Aladdin. So um, they're back at Allen's, and um, Madison's crying at the TV because she doesn't understand that Bonanza is just a TV show. Did you read the fun fact about this? No. 
Well, that I guess this was meant to set up a gag later that she would be watching the news, like the actual news of a plane crash and be laughing at it because she wouldn't know that because he's like, it's not real. It's on TV. Oh, so hilarious. But that so, didn't happen. That didn't actually make it into the film. I thought, I mean, yeah, I'm glad they cut that or, or I don't <laughs> know if they even filmed it, but that was the idea. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. Although unrelated bad. story, but similar is that uh, my couchmate, um, when she was very young, became sad when someone like got hurt in a movie and her mom told her that it was just actors or whatever. And later they were watching a nature, nature documentary and like a leopard was just eating a gazelle. And she was, she told her mom, Oh, don't worry. It's just actors. Oh, that's um, really fun. That's yeah. exactly what happened. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's funny. That's cute. So it's animal actors. Yeah. Um, Alan and, gives so, her a gift. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Yeah. And what I'm going to say is, I know the gag is that the box is better than the gift. And that's funny. But that box is better than that gift. <laughs> yeah, it really is. A fucking yeah. uh, oh. Tiffany snow globe or whatever. What? Wind a up. music box. Snow yeah, globe, it's music lame. box. Like and dancers. it's from Tiffany? Like, the, why would you? I mean, the box, box is Tiffany. Yeah. But why would you go to Tiffany and spend any amount of money on a music box? On a thingamajig? <laughs> like a chopsky. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> snow globe. Up where they run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. A thingamajig. She doesn't, she doesn't even have any stuff. Like, why? This is just like a classic American tale. It's like, tale. It's like she she comes here. She has nothing. She's a mermaid. She lives underwater. And the first thing you do is just like give her shit. She has to pack and move. Yeah, that's going to rust underwater. Yeah. You know? It's not very practical. So uh, they go out on the town. On, yeah. On, like on a date. Um, but this isn't right. I'm trying to find the scene where she eats lobster. Okay, not yet. So they go out and she sees the mermaid water fountain. There's there's also an obligatory 80s um racquetball scene, right? But are we oh we're not there yet. Yeah, okay. That's sorry. after this. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, first we're introduced to the the mermaid water fountain, and he's like, I like this. I've walked past it and I never knew why I liked it. And she's like, I know why you like it, because I remember you. And they mm -hmm. have this this little moment where they talk about that right and then she thinks he likes that a lot so we learn and she steals it she takes it well she trades oh, she, for she, it. she trades for it right. barters if you will right okay we'll talk about that but <laughs> um the next scene i have is the locker room where i'm also like philip upset that nobody was singing i like boys always <laughs> always upset about it yeah Ugh. Because they should be. And Alan and Freddie are going to play. Was it racquetball or squash? Racquetball, racquetball. I think. Yeah. Okay. That would have hurt a lot more, that headshot, if it was squash. Oh, yeah, right. True. A squash ball is harder, right? This is more Which, dense. It's like a bullet. Yeah. Which, fun behind the scenes fact, is that John Candy, a true professional, mm -hmm. um, I'm saying that literally was hungover and was like late to work and hungover because he had run into, uh, do you know who it was, Kitty? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. And they like drank all night and he was like, oh, don't worry about it. You can get drunk. And so very out of character, John Candy um, doesn't show up on time and is very hungover, but he still nailed that in one take. Yeah. Um, and he was smoking. A cigarette yeah which yeah. is hysterical i will say that story like is exactly what i think jack nicholson is doing all over hollywood <laughs> yeah 
It also kind of makes me a little sad because I just like think about John Candy's life being yep. cut so short and kind of like, I know. Not that that one night of like binge drinking did that to him, but I'm sure it wasn't just drinking. I'm sure they were like, right, right, right. Partying hardy and doing other That's things. Good point. Yeah. So back at the apartment, uh, the fountain is inside the bedroom and that's impossible. <laughs> just would like to add. <laughs> I mean, you I know, can tell you. It didn't dawn I, on me till you pointed that out. The, the most unrealistic part of this movie is the story of that fountain. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm walking you this as somebody who is, like, tangentially um, involved in a fountain in a park, which is forever broken and not broken, and it's a nightmare. And like, where she's, they walk by it, what, 24 hours beforehand. And then she's like, they were going to take it down, which they weren't. Because they were there would not. be, there would be a signage sign. upon signage, right. protesters, just like, it would just be the only thing that was happening in that area. And then the amount of time it takes to do anything with oh, that kind of fountain is a, a crazy. But like, I guess like, in her story, they're removing it, and she trades a puka shell necklace for anyway. This whole it thing did is have bananas. a golden lion emblem on mm, it. Okay. A doubloon was like, but, like on there. Why a lion know. anyway? Um, I, I'm pretty sure it was a lion, and there's no physical way that that fountain <laughs> fit, in. fit inside that bedroom and then it's hooked up to the water source yeah. like what, what? I know. and how much does that way yeah. it, it actually well i'll say it. it just i that really upset me i was like of all the things like why even do this i guess we're supposed to just be like again you can suspend reality for the mermaid thing but it's supposed to be grounded in all of this yeah. other Thing. And like, why make that? And... Is it magic or is it just no. not paying attention to physics? Just... Maybe, you know, in a twist, maybe she understood how shitty of a gift that Tiffany Snow Globe was. And she's like, <laughs> how about I'll give you a gift? <laughs> how about a fountain in your living room? Yeah. <laughs> the humidity in your place is going to be insane. <laughs> uh, so then we cut to the uh, other movie again, which is the Eugene Levy movie levy levy where now he's getting yelled at aggressively by a man um who's his doc doctor boss i guess right so now we realize who the real villain is and there's just so much yelling and so eugene levy's like out to to find the mermaid and he just starts throwing water on the same woman (laughs) hilarious which is kind of funny but like what again what is his thinking? He's like, I will find, I have found her. I have found the mermaid in all of New York city. And it's this woman with short blonde hair. He's, he's a scientist and just step one drench a blonde woman <laughs> turns into mermaids. And you just try that. The null hypothesis is that it will not null turn. Hypothesis. Yeah. Nice. That's all I got. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's a funny gag that he does it twice to the same woman. Yeah. Who just happens to be everywhere he is and happens to be in the same apartment building as Tom Hanks. Well, I guess there was a, yeah, because then eventually there's a question of like, how does he actually find Daryl Hannah? But um, I guess there was like a deleted scene or something right. or like an assumption that he went to the police and he bribed them to tell right. them who picked her up and where that person lives. Oh my. Okay. Well, that was. Yeah pretty convoluted so we are at a restaurant at the next <laughs> and a half where they're having a fancy dinner 
Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah, and mm-hmm. they order lobster, and she goes to Chowtown on her lobster. She just eats it whole, and everybody in the restaurant is very upset. Oh, no. I mean... I would be like intrigued for sure. Right. <laughs> Not like, yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. What's going on? Did you guys read the fun fact that Daryl Hannah is a vegan or vegetarian and they what they stuffed it with like mashed potatoes? Yeah. Mashed potatoes and the heart of palm. Ooh, palm. Ooh. But then I was thinking, like, would a mermaid eat a lobster like that? Like No. Right. No, they you, would not. You would still you know would still how to do suck it. Suck the yeah. meat out. Well, <laughs> and you wouldn't it wouldn't be cooked. Right. Also, yeah, just so you're you're a vegetarian and you don't want to like injure this animal, but just the idea of crunching through the shell I know disturbs me way more yeah. than eating the flesh. But hundred percent, I'm a, a meatitarian, so I know somebody <laughs> said that you had to like eat a dog for a scene. You're like, I'll do it, but you have to debone it, take all the meat out. <laughs> I have to only be like, but I'll like I'll eat its face, but just not the meat. You <laughs> it's know? so gross. Yeah, um, make and, sense. And then afterwards, like I have a note that Tom Hanks says like. Um, you know, can I talk to you about something? And he's like, and she's like, oh, I, I know the lobster. Like, that's just where we eat it, where I come from. And he's like, no, 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 I don't care about that. And like, you should care about that. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> like, this is going to be such an unsustainable relationship. If that's how she eats lobster. But- Do you think she ate, like, in this world, she ate the whole lobster? Like, there was nothing left on the plate? Probably, right? Like, right? It must yeah. be. Ugh, ugh. It was, it was, um, <laughs> it was upsetting. So and then, um, then he asks, go ahead, go ahead. Bridget. Oh no, I was just going to say this like ice skating scene. Yeah. Which didn't it seem like, I mean, what a terrible ice rink. I mean, that ice was... rink is um, seven by seven, but like, <laughs> didn't it look like it must've been like the last take because it looked like those people were just like scooting on the ice. <laughs> like it was so shredded. It's like, there's no glide here. Is this real ice? And I think it is, but it was kind of funny. They and, were, and how does she know how to ice skate? She barely, I mean, like, I know. He doesn't, she doesn't even usually walk on legs. She's, she's magical. She's kind of a god. You know, she figures she can it out learn immediately. A whole very language. She also like can take hours. ice skates off very quickly. Yeah. Quicker than him, thankfully. Because um, <laughs> you didn't get tackled. You know, <laughs> that was, I love the de- dedication of that guy to just like, just not like, losing, oh, not on my watch. I did too. Not on like, my it's watch. so amazing. But this is where Tom Hanks asks her to marry him. And then she says no. Unceremoniously, like, by the way. Yeah, totally. And then he's like, what do you mean just no? It's like, no, because that's a crazy idea. I'm not, not, I'm not sure why he's so surprised at this answer, except for the whole not stick the landing part about like, there is this just, they know they're supposed to be together and he's yeah. not sure why. And I guess that that kind of comes across right, a little bit. Right. Mean. But he's very infatuated with the couple that's older than them because he wants to grow old with her. Yeah. And again, I'm like, do you even, you don't even know her. Like you don't, you're not even sure about that, but you're, sh- you're sure you want to grow old with her. And she's, we still don't really understand what's going to happen at the end of the moon cycle or whatever. So yeah. So they have a big fight and she runs off and then there's like a Kentucky rain episode of just uh, him walking in the rain, trying to yeah. Yeah, totally. track down his lady. Uh, and her thing. too, but wouldn't she get fin flop? She was hiding under like an overhang, yeah. but okay. the, I, I, the note I have here is why use the device of rain if you're not going to make her fin flop? It seems like yeah, why why even have it rain other than to make her fin flop? 
That's a good point. To make him look sadder, mm-hmm. or I guess to give him more credit for like after him sort of blowing up in this fight. Oh, but he's willing to walk in the rain. I, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm I'm yeah, trying to find credit there. I don't know. So the next morning, she's wistful and thinking, considering jumping back into the Hudson River, which will kill her immediately because it's poisonous. <laughs> um, but she goes back and finds Alan at his produce stand and <laughs> says yes, even after he yelled at her very aggressively the night yeah. before. Yeah. So they're going to get married right away, but they have to have get a, a blood, blood test, test. first. <laughs> <laughs> which we took a then, deep dive into this yeah because <laughs> we were very confused about what the hell yeah you going used to on. have to do that uh well not i think in, maryland, in new york apparently. well here's not the thing about maryland. maryland i i don't know i think it's for is it chlamydia what was it for it's, it was like a to whole make sure list you're not of, related yeah well the thing with no maryland, that's what though, i thought yeah with maryland you actually can be first cousins and get married so like i don't know if maryland just doesn't I'm care coming back you should you should do it um but yeah it was this whole thing and they really doubled down on it in the movie like they're very much like this is how you get married blood test we got to get the blood test this is where we're going to go this is the sponsored by the new york city health blood test commission yeah Yeah. absolutely um and then they go to that ball where the president is okay but before that okay i have so many questions i'm like this is a real blank for me so i have so many questions about that ball where the president is because i don't understand any of it but before that this is where we see eugene levy they're at the apartment building i guess they go back to get ready for the ball right um and eugene levy is there and he sprays water on the other the same blonde lady that he did earlier who lives in the apartment building where they also stay. So first, before they go get married in Maryland, they're going to have this fancy ball with the United States president. Right. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Why true. are they going there? So um, John Candy set it up of just sort of like a schmooze event to get more business. And then uh, Tom Hanks was like, I'm going to take Madison. We're going to go. And it's like, wink, wink whatever and then they go that's basically it what again this this is this reminds me of like the wedding scene or something i'm like yeah why do they have to have dinner with the president yeah it's not needed i mean i guess it's because the secret service is there it's like these long setups to these like strange or like i don't i don't know if they're just like obsessed with having a picture of her been flopping around on the red carpet like and they need they worked backwards from that and it's like well the oscars aren't in new york yeah. so it's the president but I they don't could know. have had like the the produce man's ball yeah you know what i mean yep. it didn't totally. have to be Why not? the president it's i mean it it this seems like a like a bad improv i even spent all this time like why this president why is it this guy and his wife you know who are these people well it's not even like supposed to be any actual u.s american president right it's like it's not some other white golfer it was unnecessary yeah anyway yeah so and of course eugene levy is there why how does he find out they're gonna be there dedicated you know but he also has like a broken arm (laughs) and a neck brace yeah and um he's screaming about mermaids and he's getting dragged out of there and the secret service and yada yada and then they squirt he squirts her with the hose that's plugged into nothing or is it (laughs) no that was his like tanks that were under his jacket 
So, yeah. He still had while they were dragging him out of the... Well, they took him away, but he was able to wiggle free because he's... Yeah. (laughs) And then, again, people attack her, the paparazzi, and, like... Yeah. She gets carried away by the Secret Service. The feds come in. They take her to the secret lab. Yeah. And we see Alan there because I guess they've also taken him, but we don't see that part. We think they're maybe separated. Right. And then we get the sight gag of him just sort of naked in the the tank. Um, now, which version were you guys merman. watching? Because uh, my in my version, you did not. It was full frontal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Disney, Cinemax like, version. Disney yeah. just like rabbit holes into full <laughs> yeah. frontal Tom Hanks. No, it's like, hey. I, yeah, I have a Disney Max. Is that the app you guys watch? Disney Max. Right. I love it. <laughs> as long as it wasn't, you know, sexual fr- full frontal. No, 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 no. It was, exper- it was lab. It was a science. What? Oh, that, that yeah. is perfectly science fine. Frontal. Perfectly oh my fine. Gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have this. This part of the movie to me becomes like the shape of water, like pretty quick, mm-hmm. right? yeah. where it's just like, yikes. Like now we're in like E.T. land. Experiments. Did we talk about that movie before? No, I think weird. I think we have a little bit. We have. I thought we yeah. did too for some reason. I I thought I remember talking to you guys about that sex scene in the closed door bathroom. Oh yeah, I mean we should maybe we yeah, should the do that. Craftsmanship movie. of that bathroom that it's that keeps the water in. Yeah. I know. Amazing. Is that movie supposed to be in Baltimore? It is. Screw you, man. Like, <laughs> hey, it's whatever. Old timey Baltimore. This you filmed in there. Toronto. I don't know why. Why bother? Why bother? I don't know. Why have dinner with the president? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same thing. Um, So, yeah. So then. And then. Okay. So at this point, it really is like sad where Tom Hanks is like afraid of her and he jumps back. Yeah. And I was going back and forth where it's like, I understand that reaction. Like if this is real and all of a sudden your crush has a full half mermaid body, it would be scary probably. But then it's like. But if you do have this like other like m- like magnetic pull towards her, and where were you imagining she was from? It's probably worse than the Bahamas, you know. Like yeah. it feels right. like I don't know. It was a really sad part. Yeah, oh, I was conflicted I just, about it. I gotta tell you, as I I never enjoy this part of any movie or any TV show yeah. where there's like this missed understanding i'm just like just like tell her like tell him what's going on talk to her you both still speak exactly. english with each other 100%. and i get i get that it's a device and still like i think what's cool about this podcast is like there there are some these movies from the 80s and the 90s that i think are very unique like if you watched a comedy today it's so, it feels so much more formulaic for some reason and i know there's formulas to these but they're also like they also just like put themselves out there and are super weird too which i kind of enjoy <laughs> yeah um but yeah i'm just like just talk about it but now it's all like upset and they drag him out of there with a blindfold so they don't know where he came from right and they take him back to his apartment oh i missed yeah that which i thought was just an impressive layer of secretiveness yeah um and like the paparazzi's there waiting for him, but then Freddie shows up in the convertible and takes him away to their work. And then like back at the lab, they're talking about like ripping open Madison and like giving her an internal exam. Yeah, why would they do that? I don't like, know. Why I would you kill of a mermaid? The only I living tell. thing. I don't. I don't think they were going to do that. I think it was just going to be um, unpleasant because te- I, I definitely thought at first they were yeah. going to kill her, and then it 
sounded like it was more of just very intrusive tests, he but not killing her. Internal exam. I just think how do very... you do that other than going? I guess you could put a scope into body parts. That that's my guess, but I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, don't... hopefully, it's, I guess they didn't say dissection, but because, like I said, my first impression was that they were going to kill her, but then, like at the last half of his sentence i thought oh no they're just gonna do like alien probe sort of stuff you know but eugene levy is upset enough to be like really disillusioned by this somehow he didn't think this was gonna happen like he thought that they would just you know put her in sea world and she'd have a lovely life um <laughs> so he's super bummed um and i have to say i'm just now realizing how hard i relate to eugene levy in the scene um it, then he goes to the dentist why well, here's here's how I really get an to appointment. This. You what does have to do with anything in this movie? When our penultimate president, um, when the penultimate president was elected, I had a dental appointment a couple of days later, and I was like, "Just do whatever you want. I just want to feel something." <laughs> like I do remember <laughs> going in and being like, "I don't care." No, um, no pain. Did you ask for no pain? Meds? I asked for no pain, but like I'm just now realizing, like, "Oh my god, I had this happen." <laughs> Um, that's really funny and also sad and I hope we never experience that again hopefully not but again I'm just kind of like what is Ron Howard doing like or what who wrote this and why even like it's like a whole other set it's like a whole other thing just for this little scene and how does Tom Hanks know to go there I don't know about that I don't know how he finds him it seemed like it was just for the sight gag of Eugene Levy having a dead leg you know Novocaine leg for a half a second it's like unnecessary i agree agree okay thank you (laughs) thank you philip you're welcome and so they do go to then one of my favorite places in new york city and i didn't realize that this lab was there the whole time which is inside the natural history museum which i don't i've never been there oh it's a really it's really i mean i love the dc i love the smithsonian natural history museum too but the one in New York is really cool. They have that yeah, it's gotta make it there. Make it yeah, there. It's good stuff. So they they pretend they're from the Stockholm lab museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> that John Candy comes up with some Swedish. Like I, I'm, I'm, you know, I. I I was actually kind of delighted that that guard spoke Swedish because I was like, oh, this is fun that this is not going to be so easy for them. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was a funny little scene. Yeah, Although totally. It was weird because the, 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 then that like military guy was like talking about Tom Hanks, I guess. And he's like, isn't he too dark to be Swedish? Oh, yeah. yeah. You're like, I know. Like, also, yikes. how did that line work to get him in? Because it was like, right. oh, how did you, why are you here rather than in Sweden? And he's just like, I have a 12 inch dick. I'm yeah, right. he said, Hey, honey, I've got a 12 inch penis. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, the guard was I, like, I guess I yeah, think, yeah. I know, I think my yeah. opinion of like uh, military guards might be not where it should be, I suppose. But I'm like, <laughs> I could see that working. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was like, You're funny. Okay, yeah, you can come. I get in. it. And also, his mother is Swedish, right? So it's like, I wonder if he could detect an, I don't know. Anyway, I was thinking about it. Whose mother was Swedish? Well, the guy, the guard guard. is like half Swedish or something. So he's like not a, he might not be a native speaker, but he understands it. He probably spoke with his grandparents. It's like, he might not be able to super detect an accent like the Swedish scientists were. I spent a lot of time thinking about it, but I don't know. I mean, right. I, right. 
So they get in there and Alice, Alan and Madison make up and make out and they steal her. Yeah. But they're carrying her out. But what they're saying they're carrying out is John Candy, right? <laughs> yeah. Which there's right. just no way that, that would be John Candy. He's not the smartest guard, though. They've established that, you know. Okay. He's, a, yeah. he's a dumb, dumb man. Yeah, totally. So this is the scene you were talking about with your level, Philip. But like, why does John Candy wait there? I mean, was, why doesn't he just? I don't know because like, I think John Candy's in jail forever, right? Right. Like that's rough. Yeah, he's in trouble. How does he? He can't just like, like there's like bajillions of guards with guns come like running in there. Yeah. Also, should uh, they spend their resources on something else? This poor mermaid. Yeah, unnecessary. So they're in the car driving away, and I guess the plan is to try to get to the water, right? Which and they all do. these people are following them and. There's like this gag where they're driving through parks and those people are playing chess and they're unfazed by what's going on. And oh, I'm like, yeah. how come these New Yorkers, I guess it's like commentary on like, yeah, everything happens in New York, right? Yeah. But <laughs> until like something else happens in New York and then everybody's attacking a mermaid like they did to her multiple times. As long as it's not a mermaid yeah. or a nude woman, you know. But everything else is just New, New York. Yorkers are, yeah. hey, And, and then- is this when the military stops to like flip that guy's cab over? Like yes. they do a whole exercise about it? And yes. it's the same cab driver yeah. for, uh, that drove Tom Hanks to Cape Cod. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was the same cab driver from, what was that movie? Oh. Was from that Scrooged. Movie? Scrooged. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I know there was another too. like weird cab yeah. driver. We had a Home Alone 2 cab driver. That was right. weird too. Yeah. Okay, so here's my question. Like, why can't why can't Tom Hanks and Madison just go live somewhere else? Is it because like, no matter what, her legs are going back to a fin forever? This is this whole six-day thing that's so unclear. The rules are so unclear. I mean, is it partly that, like, the EPA will always find her? I don't know. That is what it became, but I think the whole thing is that... If she stayed for long, more than six days with legs, she would stay a human. Mm. That that's my this is my guess, and that um, and this was probably her only chance to have legs for this long, and that's why she can't just keep returning. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I have a question. So Hans Christian Andersen, that Little Mermaid story, is that similar to the cartoon where there's kind of like those stakes as well? It's like you can do this, but you're gonna lose your voice slash no. Okay. It's basically she has to convince the prince to love him, to love her, or else mm-hmm. she'll die. And then it's been so long since I've like read that or or seen it. Um I've she seen the little does... mermaid off the top of my head if you need me to refer to something. No, not the, the movie, but like the original uh, <laughs> oh, okay. original one. And then she either has to kill him because he hasn't said I love you yet. And so instead of doing that, she jumps off a cliff and becomes sea, kills herself and becomes sea foam. That's, like the, that's the original one. Okay. Or something akin to that. Have our, our Han H C a heads that listen to the pod <laughs> right in or whatever nationality he was just yeah send, send us our notes of how we got that wrong so there's like billions of dollars worth of police and military mm-hmm. equipment and people surrounding them so she jumps in the water 
a very poor dive, by the way, Ugh. for a mermaid. Yeah. And then yeah. he falls in the water. <laughs> and wow. um, yeah. And then they're like kissing underwater, but then all these divers are there and he bites he bites one he of does. them. He does. He's a biter. I know. Oh, and that's after did we say that that's after he they like finally confirmed that she's the mermaid from his past. Because he's like, that was you? Who? He says that, that was you? No, like on the dock. It's like, oh, oh my okay. God. Because then he's like, and then she's like, oh, and that, oh, maybe it's, uh, when is it? Do they come back up after that? So is this the trick that you can breathe underwater if a mermaid kisses you, right? Like what happened <laughs> to Peter Pan? Well, I thought or, that she would constantly be having to blow. No, I think it's mouth. just, he's, I don't even think they have to kiss. I think they have to be like holding hands. Well, that would get soggy. Right, yeah. Well, because, also, what happens to his skin? Right, pruning. Anyway. Does he get wrinkly? I mean, um, part of what she says to him on the dock is like, remember when you fell in, you were safe with me, right? And he's like, yeah, I was, you know, like, so there is this like unexplained magic of like, but yeah, what a, what a life. Yeah, they, they can <laughs> never break, because they, it shows yeah. like a shot of them going to this, very deep undersea land and if they like break up oh my gosh he's a go- they went to he's a, a magic land by the oh. way and um. it is interesting to think of it in the new york in the hudson but like it is interesting to think about like her family like what is where is she going yeah, they're like with him <laughs> who's, who's this leggy <laughs> right, yeah oh, right this leggy she brings home yeah totally Do they all get to walk are we just walking among mer people with legs all the time i Mer people. Mer people. Anyway, they swim away into the Caribbean, uh, which is yeah. the New York City Harbor. And it's he's a right, fish now. Right borders the Hudson, the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> Huzzah. The end. Yeah, that's a real... It, to me, it, it does seem like a power imbalance in this relationship. But I like the reversal. Like, he had the upper hand in New York. She that's certainly yeah. has the upper hand <laughs> For the, the rest sea. of his life, she, <laughs> yeah. she's got it. So Just for a mere I four did days. think, right, I'm like, does he give up? He gives up his brother. Is that what happens? Yeah, he does. Because he says, he's like, I could. Be, I don't know why he's obsessed with coming back and visiting Freddie for Christmas. But she's like, you can never come back, which who knows why. Which, but, that almost makes me think that he's going to become a merman. Like he's gonna get some. Yeah, maybe. But wouldn't John Candy be the cutest merman? Totally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is kind of like a Shape of Water thing where he, she eventually in that movie gets gills, right? Because she was slashed. It was a whole thing. So like, she's got oh, gills. Right, so like, right. she's a little more empowered underwater. Tom Hanks is dependent <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? Uh, what about the grocery business? Anyway, it's. it's... It's all going What's down. Could happen to the girl. Be underwater. I'll tell you that much. What yeah. about all those slimy cherries? How will they unload them? Yeah, <laughs> I was. Also, that would be sack. very yeah. expensive. All those cherries, and it's a waste of money. Cherries are very expensive these days. Totally. Yeah. He'd find a way to unload them. I, I was. I had faith. Hopefully. Okay. Okay. I mean, uh, he's tearing them into maraschino cherries. Put them yeah. in a jar. All right. Are we ready for our? hbds do you, okay no more questions oh, oh wait sorry yeah questions i don't first. i questions don't have any first. more questions okay i've gotten and rid then, of mine then hummers bombers and dumbers okay uh katie where do you want to start Ooh. um should we start with dumbers only because i yeah have one um i i'll start with like a very specific dumber that we kind of touched on but um i think it's the wedding <laughs> in the very <laughs> beginning they're in the produce uh factory and mm-hmm. the guy that gets married 
comes up to Tom Hanks and he's like, remember my wedding's tonight. You got to get there early because ushers have to get there early. And Tom Hanks is like, oh, right. It is tonight. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, his wedding is tonight and you're in it. And you like, yeah. how would this not be on your mind? Um, so of all the dumbers in this movie, that is my dumber. Good dumber, Katie. mine is going to be a less good dumber okay Uh, mine is just the crimped hair of the mermaid we didn't even talk about it yeah it's uh just i don't think the sea would produce this type of hair and it's Mm. just so 80s and i hated it i i hate crimped hair um Salt water does make my hair curlier. Curly is fine. I yeah, love curly crimped hair, like but that. crimped yeah. is just such, it's like, <laughs> it just looks like linguini noodles. It's so it produced. It is a weird style. Um, linguini yeah. hair. Linguini hair. Katie, I have to admit, I didn't hear your dumber and I apologize. And I, <laughs> I hope I know, I don't repeat the same thing you said. Oh, Ooh, exciting. We can, yeah. I, my money is that you won't. I bet you okay. won't. This is really specific. All right, great. It's specific. I mean, I've already said my dumber and I'm going to say it again, which is that there's no rhyme or reason about the underwater life of, of this world where there is beautiful coral reefs and tropical fish in the harbor in New York City. And I just wish they would have addressed it somehow or like just not make us feel like we're so dumb or like that we're like yeah that is what's underneath that water you right. know like on the east coast there's brackish water all up and down you know what i mean like there's just that's not what it looks like i will say that there are coral reefs in the trenches that go out all across the eastern seaboard like from maryland up through new york is it mm. but is it it's pretty far out it's far out and it's very very deep yeah there, but there's corals that are that, down that there i can Clarity believe but not be, yeah. like in the harbor underneath no, of the brooklyn not. bridge nope. no 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 dumb dumb all right Bum- bummers right bummers? um yeah i have my bummer which okay is go for it yeah that water fountain i'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bummed out again that the, they just were like yeah, expecting us to think it's okay that that water fountain fit through a door, several doors and an elevator. And it weighs about 5,000 pounds and a fish lady did it all by herself just in an afternoon. It's, I assume like helpful teamsters were like, we'll hook it, this up for you. You know, it is dumb. Imagine. It is dumb, but it actually bums me out more than anything. And then I'm also like, <laughs> now it's just like left there because he's swimming underwater and what his landlord has to deal with that like how's he gonna get it out of there? <laughs> the apartment sequel. underneath it right you know Oy. It's, yeah it's all oh my god it's there's a fun like um like new york city parks alliance sequel of them just having to get that out um yeah. you know i i went into this kind of thinking that my bummer was possibly gonna be the john candy on paper but but he's so charming that I can't yeah. say that because I just yeah. enjoyed him in every scene. So I didn't really get lost in like what on paper he was doing. But but I did get a little lost on Tom Hanks on paper. And so I think my bummer is just the elements of Tom Hanks as charming as he is and as good of an acting yeah. job that I think he does. Like even in the like um, A Shape of Water tank, like yeah. I think he as much as it kind of bums me out that scene but he does a really good job acting it but i wish that like um that character had been written just like a little less aggressive (laughs) um at times and a little 
or, or rather, I mean, maybe Phil, it's a kind of to what you said, like my bummer is that they didn't stick the landing with that. Like they should have made it clearer that he had a really good reason or like was very sure about this. And that's why he was acting kind of so intense. So that's my bummer. Um, my bummer is going to be the opposite of that. Ooh. No, just in oh. that it's not Tom Hanks's aggression, but it's when his lack of aggression, mm. it's when she gets turned into a mermaid on the red carpet and he just absolutely freezes. Like I get that he's confused, right. but that he just doesn't even try to like protect her. Yeah. He's just like, well, what's going on? Like, it's I don't understand it. Like he has no idea if uh, Eugene Levy like sprayed her with mermaid, right. like turning into magic stuff. Like he should have been actively trying to fight to get to her side or, or something, even if he's confused or whatever, but he just sort of slinks into the background and is in shock. And it's just it, like, it was out of character for him mm-hmm. because he was aggressive and you would hope he has that bad aggressive. So hopefully right. he'd have this like good mm-hmm. like aggression protector. as well. And he just didn't. So yeah, it bummed me out. Do you think that is part of them building this character as like, not, I don't know if he's like not committing, like he wants a relationship so bad, but he clearly like isn't good at it. And he's maybe like running away from things or like not nurturing relationships like Victoria in the beginning, like, I don't know. I don't know if that was like this play on like, he's just going to bail as soon as he can, but he desperately wants this. And then the one time that he should have bailed because it's actually a fish that he's in love with. Um, he ultimately <laughs> doesn't. With a fish. Yeah. Well, do you know what I mean? I don't know if that it's again, it's like just like the not sticking the landing stuff, but I don't know. It, yeah. I don't know why they made him so cowardly in a lot of ways like that scene. And then in the water tank, you're like, what is this character all of a sudden? So also, just want to do a minor bummer. I, I thought we were going to meet Victoria at some point. I don't yes. know why I wanted to find that. Me like, too. You know, it's weird. But I, was just, yeah. I was positive we were going to see that. I, I kept picturing it to be Victoria Jackson from... Oh, God. <laughs> well, <laughs> good for... That worked out well for everyone then. Yeah. I know. I just was like... I kept, And I was like looking at the credits like, who's Victoria? Who plays Victoria? But nobody did. Yeah. Hummers. Oh, right. Um, Katie, I, I mean, okay, so my Hummer is the ending of this movie. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Because why not? Like, yay! Like, yes, live under the sea together. <laughs> you know, like I have so many questions about it. It's bananas. I would love to see like probably five more minutes of like the practicality of that, um, including meeting what, her like, family and etc. Like doing their bills and like yeah. But it kind of reminds me of like I don't know if you guys have seen the film Safety Not Guaranteed with yeah. Mark Plus, you know. And it's just like yeah, why not? The magic is like for real. Like yeah, like live under like. New York I don't know like um I really liked I really liked the ending so yeah that's my hummer well to to mermaid back on that um you know I was gonna say something similar I'm gonna say that and then my baby hummer which I just gave away which is the baby mermaid I mean I love oh, a tiny girl? queen I love a baby mermaid they're nice. all my favorite characters ever in, in tv shows and movies but it's I like that I like what you're saying about the ending but even more so the hummer for me was that long drawn out like romantic credit rolling song. where they're just like that song yeah. and they're just like swimming under the sea romantically yes. for like an hour after the movie yes. ends yes. um I 
could watch that all day frankly I, know. I don't know what that song was it's like Barry Manilow or something but it was that that really it was like oh I wish I could just have watched an hour and a half of that that was fun yeah uh for my Hummer I was I wrote down actually the doofus twins and just that dynamic but I'm gonna say it's John Candy like I just he was so charming and everything and just won over even though like one of the other things i distinctly remember is his like coin trick and being like oh this is awful this and that was really that stands up as being awful but i was like really being prepared to like hate his character throughout Mm. and he definitely won me over and i was just like ah john candy's amazing so um yeah nice let's talk about our outfits our outfits well okay so bridget I can um, talk about yours. I can't see, I don't know if you have a fin on or mm-hmm. not, but what I've noticed is like those strings attached to what seems to be 35 pounds of weight that you are yeah. weighing yourself down with um, in recognition of Daryl Daryl Hannah's plight. Um, and then I very much enjoy your hair extensions that are that are modestly covering um yeah. what, what might be nudity i have no idea i'm topless You're... because i can and i want to I get free yeah. the exactly. legal exactly. you know or should be totally. legal so I, i'm in my I own love, home i can do what i want i mm-hmm. love all of it and it's it's apparently kosher for disney plus so congrats yeah. thank you yeah well, Philip, I um, have been enjoying, even though you made commentary on it, I like that you're kind of putting yourself through some maybe just like therapy about it, but your crimped side ponytail tonight is yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> or is it linguini? I can't tell. Is it, is it on the hair? right side? It's hair on the okay. left side. It's linguini. Oh, it's, oh, it's pigtails. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice. And then your, your tank top tonight, which kind of has like a mermaid shimmer effect, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. And then it says under the sea and it's the letter C and it just has a big rotting cherry on it. <laughs> And that, it. I mean, I think it's really great. It's a deep nice. cut. Thanks. I'm glad you like it. Uh, Katie, I'm just, I'm liking your, your t-shirt. Um, it's, it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. No, no. Um, you know, I see the logo and, and I'm, I can't quite see it. I think it says like, uh, big Franks or big Tim's or whatever his name is, you know? Um, and it's, it's his like, boating shop but it it basically says um has that a mermaid and and people are in a boat and the person is saying it's a very complicated shirt yeah no you're doing a good job describing yeah i'm doing an excellent job yeah and it says i think we're gonna need a smaller boat Um, (laughs) yes worth the build up yeah Yeah. maybe maybe Um, none of us talked about the tiny boat in our hummers bummers or tummers that was amazing Uh, i'm changing my hummers that that gag was amazing that's my new hummer (laughs) you're welcome so good sorry candy (laughs) all right it's go time is it for real i can go since it was my pick um Mm -hmm. yeah i think this movie is for real it was a really interesting watch considering i'd never seen it it was not necessarily what i thought it was going to be 
Um, but I think like, I think just like leaning into the fantasy of it and um, not that it was a bummer, but like I could do, um, maybe our next movie isn't about like New York City in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know if it, yeah. That, so it didn't Taxi get, Driver. Yeah, exactly. So it didn't get that for originality, but um, I don't know. I really liked all the performances and I just love the like ending of like, the quick resolution. I thought that was going to be this whole thing at the end. And then the quick resolution of like, yeah, like we love each other this much. Let's live under the sea together. So yeah, I, I think it's for real. <sighs> um, I can, I can go. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm flip-flopping as I talk. Uh-oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Cause like, there's definitely parts that, and I'm, I'm just going to make, especially to make it interesting. I'm going to say it's not for real. Oh, and the reason is because I think the movie that they were originally going to make would have been very much for real. It would have been more into the fantasy, more into the Mm -hmm. slapstick. And I think just the comedy of it all, I think they tried to shoehorn the romance into it and it caused all of these sort of like stumbles as they're trying to stick the landing. Whereas if it would have had that more comedic vibe, it would have been a better movie all around and they still had elements that were completely in here that seemed like they were from a different movie and i just found the sort of romance of it boring like the whole middle part of the movie i just found a little boring Mm -hmm. um and once again i've gone back and forth but i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's it's not for real i want to see that other movie Mm -hmm. those are good points yeah i kind of came into this on the on the Peer, so to speak. Ooh. <laughs> um, but I'm also going to say this movie is not for real. Oh, and man. I, I agree with Philip on a lot of it. I, I was thinking the whole time, like, what a great cheesy musical this movie would make. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's almost like a musical, like a new cheesy musical. And that there's just like these like caricatures and you see them just briefly and you actually don't need to know too much about them because they're just going to like thwart the plot or whatever it is. But I don't, I agree. I don't think they leaned far enough into like the the magic of it all. And we're here supposed to believe that like this New York City guy falls in love with this woman, but I don't even know what they're in love about. Yeah. And if it's magic, then like show me what the magic is. Yeah. You know, we don't even see him like thinking about her or talking about her the rest of his life. And she doesn't even get to show what her personality really is. Yeah. Because I think her mermaid personality is probably cooler. So maybe he's going to get it after the fact, but like we're just kind of left with her like being dumb and learning things and being in his control and power. Um, I want to, I want to really like this movie. I, I like put it in a category in my brain with like mannequin and yeah. splash. Mm. And I'm like, I think I like it or I like the idea of it, but I really just like the, baby mermaid and i like the end uh, <laughs> <laughs> i so, yeah. really want to write a splash musical with you guys i know yeah. i was uh, thinking about it a lot last night also nobody take our idea but i yeah. was like copyrighted I, am, copyrighted I was already thinking about how to stage it i mean they've already done the little mermaid so there's a lot of things sure. like fun sight gags and tricks you can do for for swimming but we could totally make this a musical uh, I, it I, would be because they're all caricatures I, i've got it all like written. it'd be awesome yeah i'm into it that let's work let's work on it amazing <laughs> yes Oof. cool Done. oh here's my song for this week oh yeah before i forget all right
I do. Uh, can you say your reasoning for putting it in? No, you tell me. <laughs> um, like Broken Hearts. I actually don't know the song. So I it wasn't in the movie, correct? It was not in the movie. Okay. I it love... is. Do you know who sings it? This is um, I don't know. That's a good guess. Thank you. Paula it's Madonna. Oh, oh, okay. It's Madonna Cherish is the song. And the video was shot. Um, the, I can't forget the guy's name, but he's the same. He's a photographer, cinematographer, and he did like Chris Isaac's Wicked Games oh, yeah. music video. And he did this music video, which was all about mermaids. And it's oh. like all about like Madonna kind of like having like a love affair with a mermaid and like a little baby mermaid is there and the whole time I was like thinking about this music video while I was watching this wow nice tie-in yeah cherish it's a good song it's a cute little song look it up well thanks for this suggestion and for cheating on us Katie with you yeah I know Um, yeah I mean I yes I had I had no no ties to this movie so I know um no investment in whether or not it was for real but it was fun that it lined up. I got to kind yeah. of like double evaluate it. So yeah. it was fun to talk about as well. Yeah, it's like, yeah. even though I came down okay. on not for real, like it was, it had a lot to talk about. So yeah, was I think great. the ones that are more weird and have more stuff to talk about are fun. And I was, I was on the fence, like I said, but I called yep. it. Same I here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Till next time. See ya. Toodaloo.